Hello, this is Candace. Hey, this is Jenny. And this is the Living Word Bible Study. Yes. And we are um, eager to get to today. We're going to really be honing in on what makes up man. That's right. Um, you know, we left off Jesus, the triune God, three and one, has got down to the sixth day of creation. And they have got all the way to creating the animals of the the earth, animal life on earth. And the moon, the stars, the planets, the sea life, the separation of the heavens. We talked about that. That's right. Um, All of that has been created. And now the triune God is going to do his crowning act of creation. That's right. Creating man. He's going to create man. But more importantly, he creates man in their own image. That's right. So we're going to focus today on Genesis 1, 26. And Jenny's going to read that for us. Okay. So Genesis 1, 26 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So what we can really glean just from the words, Mm -hmm. taking the words literally, we see that God says, let us, that's plural, make man in our image, again, plural, after our likeness, and let them, mm-hmm. more than one. He's, he's, going, he's creating mankind, mm-hmm. but he's going to start with one. Right. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Man is has dominion over all the animals, the plants, the land, and man is responsible for these right. things. That is that is what has been declared here mm-hmm. by holy God. That's right. So when we think of what makes a human being up. Mm-hmm. So before we get into this, um, if you if you're a visual person, you're a visual learner, of course we're having a podcast, so right. we can't really draw on the board no. for you to see what we're talking about. Right. But if if you want to sort of um draw a circle on a piece of paper, give a little space, draw another circle within that bigger circle, mm-hmm. and then draw a third circle. Kind of like biology class if you were looking right. at an atom. Right. Right? Right. If you were looking at an atom, that that that's kind of what we're looking at right there and we're going to label these parts of this circle mm-hmm. as the what how man is created right how he's created right so the outer circle our biggest circle is our body that's right the physical body the physical body and that is our five senses right mm-hmm. our smell our touch our hearing um our taste our smell mm-hmm. pretty much if you cannot do these five things, we declare you brain dead, correct? Mm-hmm. If you can't do all of those things. If you can't or do, some of them. Right. If you yes. can't do one of those things, that's right. You're basically a, a body that cannot move. I that's mean right. you're you 
your vegetable, mm-hmm. right? And so the outer part of us is the body. Right. And that's our five senses. Mm-hmm. The next circle is our soul. Now, this is an important concept mm-hmm. for us to get, and we're going to go deep into it. Right. But it is our soul. And that's made up of what? That is made up of a mind, mm-hmm. a will, okay. and emotion. And so, if we were to take a person that has passed away, mm-hmm. and we do an autopsy on them, mm-hmm. we cannot see their mind. No. We cannot see all their life experiences and the things that they have learned from. We cannot see how intelligent they were. We cannot look in their brain and see they could speak two languages. They were excellent at physics. Hmm. Um, We cannot look at your brain and tell the capacity of your mind. Does that make sense? Or what kind of person they were. Well, this that's that's emotion, yes, like good or bad, right. the will, right? But just the mind. Mm-hmm. We we can look at your brain. There are things that we can tell from your brain, mm-hmm. but we cannot tell how intelligent you were. No, that's true. We cannot. We tell cannot. That. We cannot see your will. We cannot. We can go all over your body. Mm-hmm. After you've dead. We're doing an autopsy. We cannot discern any part of you that tells us what your will was. Were you a good person? Mm-hmm. Were you an evil person? Right. Um, we can see the effects maybe of your will, i.e., if you were a smoker, we can see that you chose to smoke and the damage that it did on your mm-hmm. lungs. But if you didn't have that damage, we wouldn't really know what your will was. Right. Right? That's right. So um, we cannot see that. We cannot find that in your body. We cannot see your emotion. Okay. Um, we cannot see sadness in you. In your body. Right. If we're dissecting you and we are looking for it, we cannot go to the part of your brain or the part of your heart where we feel like that's where our emotions live and we feel a lot of emotions in our stomach. We feel anxiety. Mm -hmm. We get butterflies. We get nervous. Sometimes your stomach can get a little upset. You feel like you're going to be sick if you're nervous, anxious, if you're depressed, you know, you can feel that through your whole body. Yes, you can. Um, if you're happy, you're euphoric, you feel great. Again, these are these are parts of our soul. And this, you can't see any of those. You cannot, right. you cannot, in the physical body, go and find any of these things. Mm-hmm. And these things all make up your personality. The real you. This is the part of you. That will never die. Your soul will never die. Right. Right? And so we're going to look at 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And we're going to look up this body, soul, and spirit. Okay. All right. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, And the very God of peace, uh, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, 
And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so there, the Bible, Paul is talking to us, and he is telling us that there is a body, a soul, and a spirit. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about the spirit yet. No. But, and we know that when we are resurrected from the dead or in the rapture, Mm -hmm. we are going to receive a glorified body. Right. I believe, I believe that scripture says that when we die, our soul is if we know the Lord, mm-hmm. is present with the Lord. Yes. Right? Yes. Immediately. Immediately. Present with the Lord. Um, and so... I believe that too. Yes. So, mankind made up of the body, the soul, and the spirit. And is the soul where your free will... That is where your free will That's is. where you make your choices. That's where you make your choices. So, God has gave us free will, Mm -hmm. and the reason that he gave us free will is because of this next part, which is the spirit. That is the innermost part of the being. Okay. Okay? If we're looking at our circle, circles, Mm -hmm. it looks like the nucleus Mm -hmm. of a cell. Mm Mm-hmm. It does. The power of the cell. It does. The driving force of what this cell is going to do. And the spirit is the part of us that has communion and fellowship with God. Okay. And God, his desire for man and why he made man with a free will is because he wants man to choose to love him. And communicate with Mm. him. He could have made us. I mean, he's the triune, omnipotent, Mm all-powerful, all-knowing God. He could have made us to where we had no will. And we already displayed love and worship to him. Mm -hmm. But he already created a being like that. What being is that? The angels. The angels. The angels already give him adoration, love. They are created to worship him. Right. Man is created to choose to worship him. So he loves us, but he wants us to choose to love him. Exactly. And so now look at Hebrews 4.12. Let's turn there. Hebrews 4.12. Hold on. Give me one second here. Four twelve, And you go ahead and read it. Okay. Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and in a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So when it says for the lit, for the word of God is quick, mm-hmm. it means it is alive. It is living. And we've discussed that. That's mm-hmm. why we call our, bod- our podcast 
the living word Bible study. Right. This word is God breathed. Right. And is alive. Mm-hmm. And this word speaks to the very inner being that we were created. And it said it is powerful. Mm-hmm. It is sharper. It cuts, it slices it. Right. It gets to the point, to the minute detail. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder parts we cannot see Mm. between our soul, Mm -hmm. which is our mind, our will, our emotion, our personality, who we are, to our spirit, the part that fellowships with the Creator. Right. Joints and marrows. We, that's we, part of the physical body. That's part of the physical body. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of our heart. Because he knows what our intent is. And it's not our, our pumping organ that we call our heart. It's your spirit. It's your spirit. And so, when Adam, you know, we're going to get more into this in later podcasts, mm-hmm. but... When Adam was created, mm-hmm. and then Eve is created out of him, their spirit already was perfect mm-hmm. and communed with God. Right. They walked, God walked with them in the cool of the day. They were already at one with God the Creator. So the difference is, they already were, they chose their the wrong their, way. <laughs> their will, their free will chose in in future episodes we're gonna see yeah. that they chose to want to be equal with God. And so their spirit, that part of them, is what was affected by sin and that part died. Which is why we now have to choose to follow God, if to you, wake up our spirit. Right. We are born dead. Mm-hmm. When we're born as little bitty, sweet, beautiful babies. Mm-hmm. and I mean, there ain't nothing more beautiful than a newborn baby. That's right. But when we are born as a newborn baby, because of the curse of sin, we are born dead in our trespasses, dead in our sins. We cannot make ourselves alive. We can choose through our free will Mm -hmm. to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and let him become the Lord of our soul, body, right? Mm -hmm. And then he makes alive our spirit. Spirit. Okay. And so, you know. deep. That is deep. That is real deep. Um, I'm glad I chose. That's right. And if you think about the triune God, we Mm -hmm. have. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. All of them separately, individually, we know they're three in one, mm-hmm. but God the Father has a mind, a will, and emotion. Okay. God the Son has a mind, a will, and emotion. The Holy Spirit has a mind, a will, and emotion. Okay. Right? Right. So that is 
all of them separately, individually, but together, they are God. Three in one. We believe in the Trinity. That's right. We do. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And we know when we read Genesis one twenty six, let us... That's Let the, us, the three in one, that's right. make man in our image, in our likeness of the mind, the will, and the emotion. Okay. That is the eternal part of us that will never die. Saved or not, that born again will Christian not. or not, right. your soul will never die. Right. And so... As we can clearly see, if your spirit is in fellowship with God, your mind, your will, and emotion are going to be following, and that's going to be the desire. We're not perfect, but that's our desire. Right. And then that has an effect overall on our body. Mm-hmm. Right? Our body is a tent. It's just a tabernacle, a dwelling place. And we talked about the five senses. Mm-hmm. So our will, when we talk about our will, free will, mm-hmm. it's where we're choosing to be obedient to God or to be disobedient to God. And they're really, you know, we it'll be a while uh, until we get there. But what we know is Jesus makes it very clear. When he came, mm-hmm. you either follow God the Father or you follow Satan. That's right. There is no in between. There is no straddling the fence. We talked about that. Right. You know, dating Jesus on Sundays. Yeah. Um, and so. That's not a fellowship. That's not a fellowship with God if you're just. Which I mean, you know, and we've talked about this before. Just because. You, if you only go to church on Sunday, that doesn't mean you're not in fellowship with God. If That's you right. if you don't go to church, you know, we work with people that work weekends only. They may never get to go to church. That's that's okay. That doesn't mean you're in fellowship you're not in fellowship with God. You know your heart, God knows your heart and you know, but if you are going to church and then living a sinful life, you're not acting like um you're making bad choices. Let's, let's put it that way. You're making bad choices. Then you're not really living in the will of God. Right. But thankfully, he's going to make a way. That's right. He's going to make a way. And we already, you know, um, we already know that. So the relationship that we have as humans mm-hmm. to God is best expressed because God wants a creature. That's what we are, a creation. He wants a creature that chooses to love him and can express love back to him. Mm -hmm. Like you said earlier, we love him because he first loved us. Mm -hmm. And so he gives us the example of our relationship to him as Christ's relationship to the church right. and his love for the church 
in that so much as he died for the church. And so we're going to turn to Ephesians 5. Hold on one second. Ephesians 5, 21. Okay. And we're going to read, um, we're going to let you read from 21 all the way down to 29. Okay. Ephesians 5, 22 through 29. Okay. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto, unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. So, this may not be a popular passage in today's world, right? Right. But God has an order, mm -hmm. and God has a plan. And we're going to see coming up when Eve ate the apple mm -hmm. when Adam ate the apple mm -hmm. Eve was tempted Adam chose of his free will to eat the apple sin entered the world through Adam and God has an order and a plan in the universe mm -hmm. all the way down to our daily relationships of the best way for life to work. Right. Now, we know that God is, we're not talking about God is saying that women should be abused by their husbands, that their husband is the, you know, he's setting all the rules, do as I say. Um, you're not a servant. You're to not your a husband. servant to your husband, right? right? Right. So, in here, we're talking about. Christ loved the, the church so much that he gave his own life for it. Right. A man who really loves his wife mm -hmm. and is in communion with the Lord is going to cherish her. Right. He is going to um, make sure that she's protected and that he is, you know, in good fellowship and communion with her. And when he expresses love to her, she in turn willingly gives that love and devotion back to her husband. Right. Which is the foundation of the family. Of a good good family. A of good a good marriage. family. That's right. And so, as we can see, God is not the author of confusion. He has detailed it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And when you 
understand your being, your soul, what was your purpose? All, all created beings have a purpose. That's right. And have a place in creation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're going to see coming up, God created Adam. And the part that makes Eve was already made into Adam. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And we're going to see how that goes. But when we think about creation, we think about God created us in his image, their image, so that we would receive his love, return that love Mm -hmm. and worship to him. And we can see it, how it affects our relationships, especially our home life. Mm -hmm. And that if we're following this plan that that's our best life. That's our best life. Um, and you know, we've talked about it. I mean, we we see it in our, you know, uh, we're generation X, right? And so we have a really unique perspective Mm -hmm. of, People who, a lot of people that we know were the products of divorce Mm -hmm. and how that has affected them and affected their life going forward. And it just continues to affect generation after generation after generation. Mm -hmm. And um, again, we know that the Lord God is not talking about that you have to Submit to your husband in the way that he's no. abusing and don't you. Stay, yeah, don't stay in a marriage where you're being abused, where you're... Or it's harmful no. or these things. No, I mean, I think it's just, I think what we think we have seen in our generation is changed to, um, I think a lot of times people are more focused on the... The, what do you say, more on the wedding than the marriage. And we need right. to spend a, bo- a lot of time and, you you know, try to choose the, that person that's best for you. You know, I, I would say if you are a female and you want to get married and you want to have a strong family life, then you need to find a man who loves the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, he's going to love you. That's right. And he's going to cherish you. And... um It says right here, men are to love their wives as they love their own mm-hmm. bodies. And we, and we know that they do, right? That's right. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Les makes a thing in there. You know, we watch Les Feldick on the videos. Mm-hmm. And he says that God never commands a woman to love her husband. But he commands man to love his wife. That's right. Um because if he truly loves her, she's going to love him back. Mm-hmm. If in most she, cases, in well, most cases, in most right. cases. Not in all cases, but no, in, most in, cases, cases. in most cases. In most cases. That's right. So that's going to conclude this episode, unless you got anything to add to that. I think that's very, I think that's very good. So we learned a lot. Yes, I learned a lot. Thank you, Candace. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it, you know, I, I was explaining to you, 
These are the things, these are the foundational things that when you understand these things and as mm-hmm. we go forward into the Bible, um, you know, you can see from the very beginning, from the very beginning, um, God has made mm-hmm. us and he has put these parts of us that we know we deal with every right. day. Well, yeah, I mean, I, every day you, you've got to, to use your will and choose to do what's best. I know I do. I know every day there's you have something. To make a choice. Well, every day I have to make a choice, and and every day I sin. Every day I need to ask for forgiveness. And so when I, you know, when I'm talking about any of this on here, I'm including myself in this. I right. am one of those people that you know I really have to work hard to do what's best and. I fail every day, yes. unfortunately. That's why I'm letting Candace teach me here. Well, we're <laughs> and letting, the Lord We're letting the Bible, yeah, well, right. we're letting the Lord teach us. Because, That's right. you know, again, we're not born knowing these things. No, we're not. But we're born with a desire to learn That's these right. things. That's right. That's what we have. And that's what we hope that you have is a desire to learn more about the living word of God, grow closer to him, mm-hmm. and accept his redemptive plan for mankind. And um, we just hope that you go out and live your best life and strive to live like Jesus.